Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Donald Trump plus jail equals a woken up GOP. Speaking of waking up, somebody needs to wake up the president of the United States in Maui. And um, also, just because you get more viewers doesn't mean you have more impact. We're going to discuss all of that because it is Truth or Fiction Tuesday right here on Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Jim Oney. And this is Critical Thinking. Um. Yes, Mr. Jim Oney. Why? Why are you calling me Jim, bro? Um. Well, you see, um, you sent me a rather disturbing set of messages the other day. <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> um. And um, somebody believes you to be a Jim or a Jimbo or a Jim Bob, or. So- or is there something going on in the Oni household that I don't know about? Oh no, there's not. There's nothing going on. So um, I was up talking with my wife last last yesterday afternoon. Um, I went and got my haircut, came home, was talking with my wife, and all of a sudden I get this random text, and it just says, "Hi, Jim. <laughs> my name's not Jim. It's Pat." You right? sure? Yeah. And so I'm. I I, I show my wife. I said, "What's this?" And she's like. I don't know. I'm like, what do I do? Because, you know, part of me wants to like, just be honest and get it done and over with. And then the other part of me wants to have a little fun. So she goes, just say hi, Dwight from the office. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, so I said, hi, Dwight. And, um, a few minutes later, this person texts back. She's like, well, it's Gina. And I'm like, um, I don't know what Gina. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, Gina, I said, this isn't, this isn't Jim. Um, I think you have the wrong number. And she goes, isn't this Jim? We met at a uh, charity dinner last night. And then she sends me this picture and she's in this black dress. Okay. Kind of a more scantily clad black dress. I might add too. very unwarman like, yes. Right. And I'm I'm like, um, yeah, uh, we didn't meet. I said, the only place I went yesterday was to church and I'm happily married. About a half an hour later after that, she, cause I, I told my wife, I'm like, this is either a, a bot that's doing this or someone gave this poor girl the wrong number. Mm-hmm. And we start going like, if you've ever seen the uh, show friends, there's an episode where, uh, Joey and Phoebe play different people. Um, they pretend to be different people. So I just said, I'm Ken Adams. <laughs> and then and my wife goes, I'm Regina Falange. So we're just making fun of this the entire time. And I'm, I'm like sending her screenshots because I'm finishing up work for the day. So about a half an hour later, this girl texts me back. She's like, OMG, I'm so sorry. 
I'm so sorry. I, I, I mixed up the numbers. Uh, I hope this wasn't a bother. I said, no bother at all. I said, have a nice night. And she's like, thank you. And that was it. I'm still not convinced to this moment that it was a real person. Yeah, it was because a real person. Here's, because here's, well, here's the thing. Why would you send me a picture of you in a black dress? Like, that's that's my thing. Welcome like, to I, texting I, I, culture, I'm not, I'm not 100% convinced. Welcome to texting unmarried culture. I guess. So, I mean... <laughs> So I, but yeah, it was just, it was, so I, I said all this to Andrew. I'm like, so this happened. <laughs> and where and did my brain immediately go? How do I use this on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, like stuff like this doesn't happen to me very often. So uh-huh. when it does happen, part of me is always like, I want to have some fun with these people. Yeah. And as, as realtors, I, I, we get all these scams all the time. My favorite one is uh, they act like you're managing broker. And then that mm-hmm. person tells you to go to a store and buy a, buy like a Visa gift card or something and, and send it to them. Um, mm-hmm. I, just leading those people on is absolutely fantastic. Which one should I go to? There's one that's a half a mile, but that might not have it. And then you just give them a list of crap places that you're going to go. And then you wait 20 minutes and they're like, where is it? Why, why haven't you gotten it? Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to go. And you just string them along. It's fantastic. Because you don't give them any information about yourself. That's what they're fishing for. You just yeah, yeah. you just totally string them along. Now that all having been said, folks, um, Pat also you know admitted he gets pictures from other women on his phone. It happened one time yesterday, and my <laughs> wife knows about it. <laughs> you jerk. At the stud, collecting pics. Right, right. <laughs> and actually, the, the picture that was sent to me, whether it was the actual person or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, what an attractive woman. Don't get me wrong. I'm just like, yeah, nope, this is not for me. Nope. Bye. Not, not at all. Thank God your wife played along. All right. Oh, she, she had a great time doing it, too. It was it was fantastic. Speaking of playing along, I we appreciate those of you who made an effort to play along with our truth or fiction yesterday, but... Um, you, you got to give us a statement. You can't like just attack something we say and then hashtag truth or fiction. You've got to give your own thought. That's the, that's the thing. Your that own sentence, your own thought, your own statement with hashtag truth or fiction. And we'll put it on the air. We, yeah. I, I did that on X last night, by the way. And I, I got a response to one of mine and I'm like, look, it's just a statement. I didn't say whether I agreed or disagreed with it. I just put out a statement. I will use that on the air today. We will actually cover that very same thing on the show. But, yeah, you got to actually come with your own statement, not not dispute said statement. All right. So with that being said, Pat, it is a great time for us to actually start Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Um, And with that, I'm going to kick it off. Now kicking it off with this statement, Joe Biden's Maui visit and overall response should disqualify him as a candidate in 2024, but the press will run interference. Truth or fiction? I mean, I don't know that this necessarily would disqualify him from a legal or whatever standpoint you want to take it, but should it disqualify him from people actually wanting to vote for him yeah yeah it should um this is folks this is how he is treating this country this is how he's treating by the way a state that is heavily democrat um i mean they they've been voting democrat for how many years and he goes out there and first of all he falls asleep at a freaking dinner he tries to compare his house fire to what happened in maui um his comments were absolute BS. And just the people of Hawaii shouldn't put up with this stuff. Nobody should be putting up with this stuff. We should be sending money to Maui, not to Ukraine as well, um, to help them out. Um, I know we've got a lot of great charities like Team Rubicon, Knights of Columbus, Mercury One, all that stuff is there. Even the uh, the LDS Church is there helping out as well. I mean, all that stuff is great, grand, and wonderful. This guy needs to just not do anything. Not just, if anything, he went down there, 
he made it worse. I think he just made, added fuel to the fire and he actually upset more people than what he's actually trying to help, which he's not trying to help at all. This is all a publicity stunt. So yeah, people of Hawaii, don't vote for this clown in 2024. You shouldn't. You shouldn't want this. You should want a leader down there that comes down there after a natural disaster that actually gives a damn and actually does something to help. Actually gets his hands dirty too, by the way. And actually I don't know, helps clean up the mess, not just for the photo op, but because he actually gives a damn about you and your community. This guy doesn't do that and has never cared about you and never will. Yeah, I mean, that's that's obvious. That he, and, and it's because it doesn't make him or his crime family money. Right. Which, I, you know, that that's the reality of that. He's just never going to care about anything um, outside of things that can make him and his family money. Also, because he can't comprehend what's going on. I mean, to, to get down there and tell the story of the harrowing story of a lightning strike that started a kitchen fire that was put out in less than 20 minutes and nobody was close to being injured or hurt. As if you know what it feels like to have your family incinerated. What the hell is that? And then we watch because, you know, he can't handle more than a couple hours at a time without a nappy nap in his binky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We watch him fall asleep at a fundraising dinner or whatever the hell was going on. Yeah. And he literally is falling asleep. It's not as if his eyes are just glazed over a little bit. He's falling asleep because you can see his eyes open 30 seconds later. The dude is doing church bobs. That's what he... Uh, <sighs> there are literally likely 12 to 1400 people who have perished. And I'm not going to lay... Blame at the feet of Joe Biden, because that's unfair. No, what did he? No. How? What kind of control did he have? Next to none. I think the only real control that he could have exerted here was hiring the right people to put in positions to hire the right people within FEMA. Because what we are noticing is the utter incompetence of the FEMA managers there the local experts, if you will, right? The people never sounding the horns, lying about the reasoning behind it and this, that, and everything else as if people are too dumb to realize you don't run to a fire, you run away from one. Um, and more importantly, sometimes you actually do run towards the fire. And why would you do that, Pat? Uh, I mean, I'm guessing... Because it's already been burning. Right. You and you don't know where the wind is going to take it. So some, mm -hmm. in some cases, fire experts in wildfire situations will actually tell you to run towards it because it'll burn itself out. And therefore, you have much greater chances of safety in some cases. That's not true always, but there are some cases in which you do run towards instead of away. Because if you run away and the wind catches a direction, now you're effed. But neither here nor there. The point of the matter is is this is just further incompetence from this administration. And for me, this is absolutely disqualifying because he cannot be bothered to have a modicum of empathy for anything that doesn't hit his own pocketbook. And more importantly than that, even if you don't believe it's an empathy issue, he has no ability to comprehend and to to put into his brain what is going on. He can't well, we, even get that part right. Now imagine what happens when Russia, oh, by the way, already has put long-range missiles or mid-range missiles in Nicaragua, of all places. They've been there since mm, roughly 2021. So you want to play stupid games and find out with Russia, you can find out real damn quick. I mean, we, we've said before the man's a sociopath. Um, I mean, 
that's why you compare your kitchen fire to what happened in Maui. That that's very sociopathic. Um, I look, no one with a brain is going to lay this at Joe Biden's feet and say, "Hey, this fire was your fault." It, it obviously is not. Um, the response, however, from the White House when people are going through this kind of crisis, they look for leadership and they look for help to to lead them out of this tragedy and and to get them the proper help that they need. The White House didn't do that. Yeah, and 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 you are right there. The and and yeah. that point, the buck stops with Joe Biden because right. he is responsible for whom is in place within the White House. Well, this person made this decision, not this person. Okay, then you hired the person that allowed that decision to be made, right? Or you made the hire yourself, or the people around you suck so bad that you should be firing all of them. Here's the rub. He doesn't know that because he can't comprehend it. Right. That's why this is disqualifying for me. Mm-hmm. It's because and, and it should be. It, it should be one thousand percent disqualifying because this is this is a crisis, a natural disaster crisis. T- take a look at what happened with Florida and Maui. Let's take a look at the two most recent big ass issues. Right, Hurricane Ian. Mm-hmm. versus that was what, last year yeah last, last year, year right yeah. where you know we had my brother on the air because he was mm-hmm. uh just a couple miles from the eye of the hurricane when it hit um and we were lucky enough to get that on the ground reporting and, and information that you're not going to hear and, and let's let's juxtapose that and here's what i would do by the way if i'm ron DeSantis tomorrow I talk nothing about Trump on this issue. I hammer Joe Biden's ass on this. Absolutely. And why do I do it? I do it because it's an opportunity for me to contrast how I led, how I physically led. Was everything perfect? Of course not. But by and large, roads were rebuilt quickly. Access to islands, quick access. Um, Electricity, by and large, they had trucks ready to go. They had the crew's ready when it was safe to get in. They're in. Boom, 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 boom. I have not heard a single complaint about the response uh, from the Florida government by and large. There are some issues with like insurance and things of that nature that are kind of out of his hands, right? Insurance companies going, wait a minute. Um, we probably shouldn't insure at this level or we need to do something different or charge different premiums. That's a business decision based off of the catastrophic nature of living in Florida, right? But let's contrast that with what are, what are we doing from a federal government standpoint? And at the end of the day, the buck does stop with that response bug. That, mm-hmm. that, that rests at the feet of Joe Biden and his team, FEMA, everybody else, $700. Look, even if you gave them the, these people no money, you gave them nothing. What you should be giving to them is immediate response. How do we get the resources that exist on the islands to Maui and mobilize as fast as possible so that search and rescue and housing issues are taken care of and people are put into hotels and we're not worrying about the bill? People are taken care of, neighbors taking care of neighbors. How did Florida respond? They had construction workers, people on the ground doing it. Go, 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 go. There should have been a response from... People on the mainland, get your ass over to Honolulu, get on a boat, whatever needs to happen. Get to Maui, and we muster professional resources. That is what Florida did so well. They mustered professional resources from all over the place. Now, again, we also talked about the fact that they had issues where they were finding people who weren't working professional licenses in Florida, but had them elsewhere. This is a very simple response, right? It's very simple. Right. Us at the federal right. level, we're going to administer emergency licenses to those who have licenses in other states and want to help out. Boom. And, and you do it retroactively too. See you later. Mm-hmm. It, it's just insane. The, the, so you use it if you're Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. and it's disqualifying from a perspective of how can I trust that you're going to lead us through any difficult time? Any. Period, point blank. 
You don't get it. And you can't get it because you can't comprehend it physically, mentally. You don't get it. That's it. You're, you're done. See you later. Jill Biden, people all around him. Why? We've talked about it over and over. They're enriching themselves, right? That's the only reason why Joe Biden is Uncle Bernieing the president of the United States. Everybody else can prop the apparatus of, of the office up. But the actual physical leadership when it is needed, the verbal leadership, the, the championing that needs to happen, it's null, void, devoid of ideas, devoid of anything because it's physically, mentally impossible for him to do it. Yeah, and the American people deserve better than uh, deserve better from the White House than we can at Bernie's. And they deserve better, by the way, than what Donald Trump has offered. They deserve real leadership for once. We have been devoid of that, I would argue, since the first term of George W. Bush and what he showed in terms of the beginning parts. We can talk about the Patriot Act and all those other things, but the immediate aftermath response to 9-11 was flawless from that perspective. It absolutely was. And we could talk about how the military did things flawlessly at first to the point where I know people who were there before we declared war and, uh, you know, we were using our special forces correctly at the time. We can talk about all the stuff that happened afterwards, but in the immediate aftermath, there's no doubt that that leadership helped this country. There's no doubt that his presidential leadership was on full display. There's none of it here. None of it. He didn't even go to Ohio. He barely, I don't even think he took a call from Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis frankly didn't want one, right? Name a natural disaster. Name a a disaster that he gets. The disaster happening on our border, on the south. And by the way, the northern border too, as we know from Chris Sununu and others in New Hampshire, where they're seeing illegal immigrants from across the world coming through and pulling through the northern border now. We knew that was coming. What what have they done? Where's the leadership? It doesn't exist. It's all disqualifying because it is a mental issue. He cannot comprehend empathy he can't he can tell a story but it actually has nothing to do with it and it pissed them off even more the the responses you see all over on x and other social media sites right people are pissed and they're pissed at their local their state and their federal lack of leadership and they have every right to be but you also in hawaii have voted these people into office repeatedly for the last 50 years. This is the most heavily democratic state outside of New York that I can think of. And it might be the most heavily democratic state in the entire union. I was going to say, I don't remember the last time they had a Republican in office in Hawaii. Reaping and sowing. Now, with that being said, Pat, it is a great time for you to bring up your first truth or fiction. All right, truth or fiction, the political persecution of Trump isn't just about making sure he can't run. It's ultimately about making sure no one can question election results again. I'm going to need a clarifying statement here. Okay. Because I need you to clarify by what you mean by they can't question election results again. So um, when, say, you know, their guy wins like Joe Biden, for example, and how okay. many people it said that the election was stolen. So they can never, they, they can never accuse them of stealing an election again, that they can't question those results. Does that make, does that make more sense? Kind of, sort of. Um, I'm going to go false on this. Okay. Simply because it doesn't work unless Donald Trump is the one who loses. Do you see what I'm saying? If if it, if this is not Donald Trump on the ballot in 2024 from the Republican side, right? If it's Ron DeSantis, how do, it, it's fair game to question, right? If it's mm-hmm. Donald Trump and he loses again, and here's the rub on this though, Pat. 
I don't think you can say that without knowing what the Democrats will or won't do if Donald Trump is the nominee when it comes to putting him on the ballot. Because if we're watching shenanigans happen where, let's say, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, maybe Pennsylvania, um, maybe even Georgia, California, other states like that, right? If they're not even allowing Donald Trump on the ballot, but he's the legitimate winner of the GOP primary, and he hasn't yet been convicted of anything, how how do you not set up a scenario in which the election is totally 100% a sham? So to to your point, though, or to the point of this, right, the, the persecution about Trump is you better not question the election results going forward or this will happen to you. I can see that angle happening, but that would require Donald Trump to be in prison on an ankle monitor and disqualified from running for the election in 2024 for that to be true. And I fundamentally do not believe they're going to be able to get a conviction prior to 2024, uh, November of 2024. More importantly, I don't think they would be able to get that conviction prior to the drop dead dates in most states to to change the ballot. That's the reality that I that I see there. So I absolutely have to go fiction on this. I see your point if we're talking about this is the the next step to the gulags or this is the next step to dictatorship, right? Mm-hmm. If this is the next step to it, that socialist takeover that some people don't see coming. I fully see it coming because we've already seen it in operation with our bureaucracies, right? How do you how do you institute that switch? It's more 1917, right? How did that happen in Russia? They were putting the people in the chess pieces on the board to when they flip the switch, they've got the support of the apparatus, right? That's really the story. It was also a bloody revolution, no question about that. But they don't do it if they don't have the network in place. They don't do it if they don't have the the people in place to plug and play into the apparatus, right, of government. The apparatus already exists. Could it be used as a scare tactic going forward? Potentially, but here's the rub. Who are you convincing of that? You will never convince MAGA forever, okay? You're never going to convince me without more transparency, without the guideposts that we've talked about being in place. You'll never convince me in a system in which ballot harvesting is legal. You will never convince me in a system in which the government is mailing ballots out unsolicited. See, that's the difference, right? You'll never convince me that those elections are free and fair. Because you lose the chain of custody. You lose the ability, and we just saw it in Muskegon, Michigan. I don't know how many other places are talking about this, but the sheriff of the county where Muskegon, Michigan is, they have found upwards of ten to 12,000 ballots that were either filled out by people with eerily similar handwriting to the tune of thousands of those ballots in which ballot harvesting, Pat, does what? You go out and you seek people to sign up and register to vote and they they and you get their permission to vote, right? And mm-hmm. you're paid what? You're paid on the backside for every one of those people you register, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's illegal. That that is a thousand percent illegal in most states. Now here in Illinois, it's always been legal. Now you can argue you want to play the game, play the game, that's fine. But what I'm talking about is when that level, that would have maybe not flipped the decision, right? That in and of itself. But if that's going on in Muskegon, Michigan, how much of that is going on in Detroit in the surrounding areas? How much of that is going on in Flint? Even if, let's say, that 10,000 in Muskegon turns into 5,000 in Flint and turns into 10,000 more in 
Ypsilanti, Michigan, right? And then we've got 50,000 of that happening. If you know what the, the difference was, it adds up to well more than the difference. You will never convince me until elections in states are secure and safe that this isn't possible. I, I, I watched it happen in the stupid election of Brandon freaking Johnson for crying out loud. I literally with my own two eyes saw it happen on a local level. What? It, it, until, until they get caught. And, and, and when I say get caught, I mean, they actually suffer consequences for this kind of crap. It's legal until that happens in their minds. Or the law just doesn't apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But that's also the point. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand percent the point. So to answer your question, it has to be fiction. Simply because they're unless we're talking about mafia tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to scare you into X, Y, Z. So the, the, I was, I, I actually got this from our friend, Steve days okay. um, from, from last week's, I think buy, sell or hold. And um, I, I believe if I remember correctly, he actually bought this. And I didn't agree with it for for the same reasons that you just laid out. By the way, like like this, there there would have to be these kind of circumstances for this to be true. Um, otherwise, elections will will continue to be questioned, and I think they will be questioned no matter who runs now. On either side, they will continue to question them, based well, on it, it's been going on since George right. W. Bush was elected in two thousand. This is the thing that the left doesn't understand is they've been the drivers of this for the vast majority. They didn't accept 2000. They didn't accept 2004. They didn't accept 2016, right? Mm -hmm. So the last three times that a Republican was elected president, they didn't. Did the Republicans not accept the election in 2008? Oh, wait, they did accept it. They did. Did they Mm -hmm. accept the results of the 2012 election, Pat? Yes, they did. Okay. So if we're scoring at home, it's three to one on questioning an election. Now, on the flip side of that is what do we know about socialists and what do we know about those who want to grab those that power? They're the ultimate hypocrites. Everything that they're saying about you is a mirror to them. Mm-hmm. So what we have to pay attention, and this is why this electioneering fight is so important, because they're claiming you're the election denier and you how dare you see Joe Biden will win again, right? And how dare you? You can't continue to do this, except for you never stopped. Every time a Republican has won since 2000, you have questioned the election results. Mm-hmm. Now, do I believe that? You know th- that there are people out there like like the avowed socialists that that want to make it to where you cannot question election results, specifically when their person is put in office. Because and they also want to ensure that their person's always put in office if they can rig the game. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that, but that's a different question than what I presented here. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, in order for that to go down, you've got Donald Trump in jail. You've got right. 
you know, you've got uh, you got to put Stacey Abrams in jail in Georgia. You've got to do all of these things that we've been that has been talked about. But also, you're going to have to put mom and pop in jail. Are you going to break yeah. up a family to do that? Uh, what are you doing? So maybe that's the next route that they're going to go, right, to that intimidation factor. And what do we know about dictators, right? What do we know about socialism? If you question it, gulag for you. If you question it, punishment. Will the American people suffer? Will the American people say, oh, hell no, you're not doing that to us? I, this is the do-or-die moment of that 2024 election. I have a a preferred idea of where I would like this to go and whom I would like to oppose. But this is going to be up to the GOP to make their own decision. I'm a libertarian. I am not a registered libertarian, but I'm not a registered Republican either. And I lean more on the libertarian side of, of the worldview. I don't hold the libertine social views of some, but I have much of the classical liberal governmental aspects and economic aspects of libertarianism. I believe that Ron DeSantis gives us the best opportunity to at least right the ship. That's the reality of where I stand when I look at the, the chess pieces on the board for the GOP. If I'm picking a GOP, I would much rather a Ron DeSantis because he's a much more honest dealer than a Trump is. And, and that is at but, this moment, too. But that is not to say, that is also to say, and not to say, I should say, that they would be incapable of rigging that election either. So if they rigged an election in the first place, not on the back end, on the front end, because what did what did what does that ten to twelve thousand vote situation in Muskegon tell us? That it was rigged before. This wasn't like they this is literally we went and filled out a bunch of ballots because we could for electioneering purposes and for ballot harvesting purposes, right? And then we brought them in. That that is something that happened prior to election day. This isn't, oh shit, we need 10,000 more votes and here we go. So I, I just, I just don't know where we go. Um, can I see it be, be a reality? Absolutely. I could see it be a reality. I just, I, I struggle to see how, how this would stop it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you are rounding people up and throwing them in jail and saying, you're, uh, we are no longer, like, we're making a law, and if you do it, maybe that's a route. But, but again, has anybody actually said those words yeah. out loud? Maybe they've thought them in private, but we're not quite there yet. I think we're one election cycle away from that. If, if, if Team GOP doesn't win, and if it is Donald Trump winning, I could see him doing this. You're not allowed to question this election result anymore. We're not doing this. What do you say there? I, I, I think I think that's actually a, a very fair analysis of, of what's going on. I, I could totally see Donald Trump doing that too. And I could see him just going up on stage like, you know, you're not allowed to question this after what they did to me. Uh, no, no, we're, we're going to do it right back to you. I could totally see the re the revenge there happening. Totally see it. Yeah, I just Ooh. ah, I, I I do think this is where they are are in 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 not in the upcoming election, but in the future. I can totally see people trying to go this route, but it, it, you know it really depends on how the, the next election, maybe even two elections, go. I, I I'm not sure. Yeah. I just, I just, uh, I, I just don't know. All right. With that being said, I think now would be a great time for us to take a little bit of a break. Maybe play a little bit of the B or not the B. Are you ready? Oh, I'm always ready for this. All right. Well, today's headline, Atlanta College reinstates mask mandate. But don't worry, it's only 14 days to slow the spread. 
Atlanta College reinstates mask mandate, but don't worry, it's only 14 days to slow the spread. Is this the B or not the B? But before you answer that, Pat, um, our fine folks over at coffeebrandcoffee.com, where they literally just care about good quality coffee, and that's it. A refreshing thing in the world of coffee, apparently, along with how refreshing their coffee is. So if you want to support a company that cares about its product more than its politics or your politics, go over to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout for 5% off of your purchase. I believe they've got some bundles and, um, and some other deals going on right now um, in which you can earn even more percentage off of your purchase. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code critical thinking at checkout for 5% off of your purchase. Again, that is coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking. All right, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? I, I don't think so because I'm pretty sure I saw this on X. Maybe I saw it on Facebook. I'm not, I'm not really sure where I saw Wait, it. You were on X. That's yes, very unmormon like you. Oh, you mean the website and the, the app, not the drug. Yes. Ah. You jerk. Uh. Um, but uh, yes, I believe this is not the B. I, I just think this is one giant troll by uh, Elon Musk making everybody talk about X. <laughs> uh. All right. But yes, you are correct. This is not the B. This is 100% true. Morris Brown College. That's right. Mask mandate is a precaution move for the next 14 days, according to Morris Brown College. <clears throat> Officials say that there have been no confirmed COVID-19 cases among its students, but they have received reports from other schools in the Atlanta University Center. The mask mandate is a precautionary move for the next 14 days. Morris Brown College will also not allow any parties or large student gatherings on campus during this time. Oh, and by the way... Um, you also must social distance and quarantine and have we, I, I, do we need any further evidence that we're all dumb? I, I just, well, what, what piece of scientific evidence period point blank suggests that this does anything. Also well, Rutgers literally throwing people out of college for the third year. If they don't get another booster F you man. Literally, like, I, I, here's what I would do if I were in this scenario, Pat. I am no longer attending your university, F off. And I would go work, find a job, get a, get an idea of what you want to do with your life, find an apprenticeship in that field, take a, take a paid internship or your, your interest in computer science. Go to coding school. It costs you way the hell less money, and you'll make a living way faster. I, like, other than becoming a doctor, maybe a lawyer, uh, an engineer, right, where you need specialized, specific training, right, where you need that stuff from a college educational standpoint, no. Nah. Nah, brah. And like I said on, it was still Twitter, I believe. It hadn't turned into X yet when Rutgers, no, it was, it was on X. It was X. So when that happened with Rutgers, okay, cool. Let me watch. Here's how you do this. You decline their enrollment. Bye-bye. They are literally kicking their own ass. Yeah, they're losing money that way. They're losing federal dollars. Because for every, this is the thing that I've told people for the longest time. Why do you see ballooning and, and skyrocketing tuition costs? Because the federal government continues to increase the amount of money they're willing to lend to these schools. And not coincidentally, the rate of that and the rate of tuition increase are almost identical. Huh. It's almost as if it's a money-making scam. Oh, and don't don't t talk to me about the university presidents and the college deans, you know, who make gajillions of dollars all of a sudden. By the way, is is it that these universities that are making these decisions for for to do mask mandates and slow to slow the spread, and then the uh, 
social distancing all over again. Is it because they're that dumb or are they that traumatized or is it both? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. All right. So with that being said, I think, I think it's a great time to get back into truth or fiction Tuesday. So with that being said, Pat, um, you get to go first in this round. Okay. Truth or fiction. The right won't wake up until Trump is actually convicted and thrown in jail. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to go fiction on this because even that won't wake him up. It just won't. I, at any, let's put it this way. At any point in the last 10 years, have any of the goalposts or red lines or lines in the sand that we thought would never be crossed, having been crossed, been the straw that broke the camel's back? No. Not a one of them. There ain't no way in hell that they're going to wake up to what's going on until their own asses are the ones going in jail or being threatened to be exterminated or poo-pooed from polite society or suddenly their uh, ESG card um, to travel freely about your city. Nope, sorry, can't do that. Can't leave your building without swiping your ESG card or, or your palm. And oops, oopsies, oops and oopsies. Nope, that door's locked for you. Short of that, what? Is it, has anybody woken up? Has anybody realized that um, you're out there playing Donald Trump's game when you should be playing your own? Has any of uh, It's not about Donald Trump, folks. Donald Trump has literally zip squad douche zero to do with this. He's not some symbol of you. Yeah, all, well, if he goes to jail, well, no, he's not a symbol of you. He's not. He is a symbol of the things that you might sometimes represent. But to the left, he's just an impediment. He's not a symbol. He's an impediment for what they would more broadly like to do. It's not, if it happens to Donald Trump, it's going to happen to you. No, it's not. It's already happening to you vis-a-vis -vis the January 6th trials, and Donald Trump ain't done sh for any of you. It's the FBI, the NSA, working in concert with private business, to skirt federal law because they can. It is everything else in the mix. And at every time that we have talked about one of these stories, has that been the straw? Nope. So I'm going to go fiction. I went fiction on this as well. Um, simply because especially when it comes to the cult of MAGA or excuse me, the MAGA forever crowd. Um, <laughs> what, what is going to wake you up at this point? Nothing. There is no convincing them. It is yeah. for them. It is Donald Trump or bust no matter what, no matter what it, that, that that's what it comes down to. And it's then those that are in between. Yeah. Okay. Maybe something like this happening might wake a few people up that are actually really paying attention and trying to understand what time it is. Mm-hmm. But is it enough to really change the direction of those on the right? I don't know. I, I, I highly doubt it because when it comes to, to team GOP, outside of the win of Roe versus Wade, okay, what really, like, what, 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 what are we doing right now? We're playing the same, it's the same games as usual. Yeah, I mean, it we've got the, the House Freedom Caucus coming out and saying, oh, no, here's a red line that they'll just cross. Right. Um, it, it's 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 this line in the sand that, you know, they just keep moving. They keep moving the goalpost, and they keep letting them do it time and time again. I mean, if, if there was ever a party that has no spine, it's the GOP. And 
they are they are faster to sell out what they quote unquote supposedly believe in than they are to stand actually stand up for what they believe in. Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent, and that's a problem. That's a problem, and that's why I say this is fiction because this is it is it's business as usual. Absolutely. All right, so I think we both agree on that. I, I don't think we need to belabor the point. So let's move forward to my final truth or fiction, and it is this one. Tucker and Trump may get more viewers, but the GOP debate will have more impact on primary voters. What say you, Pat? I I, I can see Tucker getting more viewers on this. I don't know that that's what will happen. I guess we'll have to figure that out when it actually does happen, if he actually did or not. Um, however, I say this is a hundred percent truth because people want to see Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump debate. They want to know there are a lot of people that are not MAGA forever that want to know who truly is the best candidate on team GOP or at least more right leaning, or at least if I'm more independent, that's a little bit more right leaning than, than left leaning who, who really is the best candidate at the end of the day. We've heard a lot of talking points from both candidates, but can we? I want to see them on stage actually going at it so we can compare and contrast the two and actually try to make the best, most informed decision that we can when it comes to trying to vote for someone in these primaries. Thousand percent true. And I think Iowa is going to set the tone on that. And because I don't see Trump winning Iowa at this point, it's possible, but I. A lot can happen between now and January. Um, I think Iowa is up in the air, and if Trump does not win in Iowa, that's going to send a message. So I also look at this from a statistical standpoint, Pat. Mm-hmm. How how many GOP voters are likely on Elon Musk's X? Not many. Okay. It's about 20%. Well, it's actually more than I thought it would be. And only 7% actually use it a lot. Okay, that that's more like it. Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, Tucker and um Tucker and Trump, they're going to have an audience of viewers, right? And sure. impressions by the way are not viewers. Those two things are different impressions is, is just that it was in somebody's feed or they whatever viewers are people who actually click on the right the thing and watch it okay that's a viewer those two things do not need to be conflated they shouldn't be but they will be now how many of them still watch fox news of the likely gop voter set um at least when it comes to older crowds, a lot of them do. So that number is about 70%. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody, but I'm well, well, I'm kind of in the, I'm kind of in the younger demographic of the Fox news era, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. Being 42 or soon to be 42. I don't want to pre-age myself, but soon to be 42. um, I'm, I'm a young youngin to that crowd. But 70% of likely GOP primary voters are the ones watching Fox News. Only 28% are a lot. So watch it more regularly, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you the last time I tuned into Fox News. I physically don't remember it. It would have had to have been before Tucker left. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is twenty eight greater than seven? Yes. Okay, like as in doing the math, four times greater, right? There's your statistical answer. Which one's going to have a bigger impact? Whether it's the seven percent that that actively use it all the time, or the twenty percent, right, or the twenty eight percent. Of the seventy percent of likely GOP voters, which one is likely to show that impact? It's the one in which the vast majority of the people between the two 
have a proclivity to have already wanted to tune in. That's the reality of this situation. I don't know if I could help anybody figure this out. So it's absolutely true that for me, you might see more viewers or impressions. You, that's going to be the, the conflation, right? This got 12 million impressions and there was only 3 million viewers on Fox News. Okay, well, of those 12 million impressions, how many of them were GOP likely voters? How many of them are religiously using uh, the, uh, the app, right? And how many of them are constantly involved? It's a very small minority of the electorate. The bigger minority of the electric, electorate, electorate is the group that will be tuning in. So if I'm the strategist for Vivek or Tim Scott or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley, somehow, some way, shape, or form, I don't care about Trump and Tucker. Not one bit. I, it it well, actually should... has zero impact on the ability of, of the voter I want to attract right, which is the likely GOP primary voter. That's who my audience is. It is not John Q. Public. It is GOP primary voter. That's it. You, Donald Trump is limiting his audience. Sure, people might see some extra clips or hear this or hear that here and there, but they're going to have to hear it at four times the rate that they currently hear it at for it to have an impact. And, and more broadly, Pat, we have talked about this ad nauseum. Twitter is not the real world. X now X.com, not the real world. There's nope. not a single person, by the way, that I have spoken about. That's like, Holy crap. I can't wait to watch Donald Trump and, and Tucker, nor have I heard anybody my age go, you know what? I really can't wait for in the general uh, course of discussion, that dang GOP primary uh, debate, except for people who are physically involved, like Milwaukee, people in Milwaukee, that's a massive, there's a reason why that exists there. There's a reason why they're putting it there. Because if you can get Waukesha County and Ozaki County to give you the numbers, you win. You take away Madison and you take away the advantage in Milwaukee County, you win. It's as simple as that. As long as Brown County is even or comes in, comes in at 52, 53, 54% for you, which is Green Bay. I mean, what did we say before we even started the show off air? Like, we, we were to like, going to watch the debate tomorrow night? Yeah, we're going to watch the debate. You know what we both said about Tucker? And we both like Tucker, by the way. Yep. This has nothing to do with Tucker. We just don't care about the interview between Tucker and Donald Trump. Like, like, that's not what matters here. Let's put it this way. The only way that they can make me ca care about it is if it is hammering Donald Trump's ass to the wall when it comes to COVID. And explain it. You don't get to say Operation Warp Speed was a success in front of Tucker. Will he do it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how he's going to approach this. Is it just a conversation in which he is not one to to want to push back, but to be able to allow Donald Trump to rhetorically hang himself, if you will, right? Because that is also an interview style, by the way. That is also how you could do this. There are a myriad of ways in which Tucker could approach this. Hardball. He could approach this from the perspective of conversation in which you are not one to go after and challenge and, and do that. You let, let him speak and then you might have a little conversation, but you're never pushing too hard or it could just be, he's going to lay down. It, it, it could be, it could be one of those moments where this could actually really hurt Donald Trump in the end too, if he's not careful. Mm -hmm. so. There's a lot of risk. Yeah, there is a There's lot of risk. way because... more risk there than for him showing up on the debate stage, in my view. Yep. In yep. my view, the the least of the bad case scenarios exist if he would have shown up. 
We'll see. I, I, there's this narrative that he has begun to rest on the laurels of MAGA forever. And what he doesn't realize is that that MAGA forever crowd might be 40% of his, um, his current support. There's 50, 60% of his support right now. The mm-hmm. people that are giving him that 23% lead that are not convinced that are, if somebody else can give me a reason, I'm out. You can't coast. So we'll see what happens. But uh, we will have analysis on Thursday's show. Tomorrow, it's going to be a Worldview Wednesday along with WTF. Pat, your final thoughts on today's show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And a reminder to everyone, my name is not Jim. It's Pat. I Just no comment. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Because I could have a comment and I'm going to keep it to myself. See, oh, that's boy. kindness, Pat. Oh, right. Sure. Kindness of my heart. <laughs> Here's $700. Oh, kindness thanks. from the government. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you're, that. you're welcome. Also, sure, by the way, make sure you eat all of your meals. And as always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.